Welcome to the Servants of Grace podcast hosted by Dave Jenkins. Our podcast exists to provide trustworthy expository messages through the Bible and faithful answers to your theology questions. Now for today's episode, let's join our host, Dave Jenkins. Welcome back to the Servants of Grace podcast and to our theology segment. One of our listeners writes in today and they have a fantastic question that is challenging and once again, we don't have a lot of time to uh, to answer it and much could be said. The question today is, did Judas have free will? Well, we need to say that the best way to spot a fake, we know, is to study the real thing. In fact, the United States Secret Service is an excellent example. They study the original dollar bill to spot any counterfeit bills. And the brightness of light is best understood when it's set against the backdrop of utter darkness. Salvation is best understood when it's contrasted with the inability of men and women to save themselves. In Mark 14, 10-11, we get a better understanding of the wicked premeditated betrayal of Jesus. Mary showed her devotion to the Lord, publicly pouring out perfume on Jesus in front of others. Judas met with the chief priests in secret... Uh, to execute his devious plan while while Mary gave way uh, something of great value, showing her devotion to Jesus. Judas was was paid blood money by religious leaders to display his hatred for Jesus, but Mark, by contrasting Mary with Judas, helps readers understand the praiseworthy nature of what Mary did and the awfulness of Judas' actions. Uh, Judas' meeting with the chief priest set in motion the final course of events that culminated in our Savior's crucifixion. Acts 2, 22-23 teaches that Judas did not act outside of the sovereign plan of God, for the Lord determined that these things would happen. Even so, this does not eliminate Judas's responsibility for his actions. Lawless men like Judas put Jesus to death. They are responsible for their actions before the Lord. John 12.6 tells readers that Judas was a lover of money who stole funds intended to help the poor to deepen his pockets. And such acts reveal Judas' heart to betray God incarnate Jesus Christ and deliver him into the hands of wicked men. All four Gospels describe the betrayal of Judas when he first appeared on the scene in the Gospels. Peter is not defined by his threefold denials of Jesus since he repented and was restored by Jesus. As a result, Peter is remembered as the rock, not the denier of Christ. Judas, though, unlike Peter, never repented and bears the shame of his deed forever. Matthew's gospel picks up this point as it it contrasts Peter's denial with Judas' death, inviting us to compare the state of their souls. Judas, like Peter, is sorry after the fact, changing his mind about what he's done. Unlike Peter, Judas is not genuinely repentant. Judas' change of mind is not one that's used to describe repentance, For Judas does not try to stop what he has started and will not testify of the innocence of Jesus before Pilate. Were Judas repentant, he would have acted to tell Pilate and he would have done all he could to undo the evil act he did to Jesus. Godly sorrow leads people to run to the Lord, but Judas ran instead into the arms of death. Interestingly enough, the the religious leaders of Israel often cared about the ceremonial regulation of the law, but in the case of Jesus, they didn't care about uh, murdering an innocent man. Instead, they used the blood money paid to Judas to, to to buy a place to bury Gentiles, which fulfilled prophecy. Matthew is using Jeremiah 19, 1 through 14, and Zechariah 11, 
here as a background. It alludes to Israel's rejection of the shepherds God sent to them and the destruction that resulted. The Lord sent his prophets to shepherd the people of God, but the people of Israel rejected them and the destruction of exile occurred. Now with the condemnation of Jesus to die for sinners, the leaders rejected the shepherd and overseer of their souls. And now sinners make themselves even more worthy of God's wrath than the people of Israel by rejecting the Lord Jesus. You see, the betrayal and suicide of Jesus is not the unforgivable sin. What Judas did that was unforgivable was not seek the grace of the Lord Jesus. Peter and Judas both committed sins that violated the commands of God. Peter, unlike Judas, found forgiveness in Jesus when he repented. Only through repentance can sinners be saved by looking to Jesus knowing that he alone can give pardon to those who trust in him. So we now come full circle to the question that began this theology segment. Did Judas have free will? And, and let's be clear, the question is a challenging one. Judas, on the, on the one hand, he knew what he did was wrong, and he did it anyway, which is why he was morally guilty. And even so, Judas had the choice to either choose Jesus or reject Jesus. And Judas chose to reject Jesus, and by doing so, he revealed the state of his heart. No sinner is morally neutral. Jesus says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks in Luke 6.45. Uh, James 2.14-26 teaches that faith without works is dead because genuine faith follows Jesus and it demonstrates itself in good works. So the faith of Judas was never genuine, which is why he was not a Christian. Biblical freedom is not an either-or proposition. In the life of Judas, we, we see that he had the opportunity to serve as a treasure of the disciples, but he chose to steal from that same treasury. You see, Judas's greed led him to betray Jesus, and it ended up in his suicide and his rejection of Jesus. Judas, not Jesus, is responsible for Judas's decisions. And so Judas had free will to choose, but his response to that choice had consequences. So consider someone who hands over their wallet full of money to a mugger. At that moment, the, the person cares more about themselves, most likely, than they do about their money. And so they give over their wallet of money. That decision means they, they lose their money, but they save their life. You see, Judas cared more about money than the internal destiny of his soul. And so Judas revealed that he was responsible for his choice. And he's going to be held accountable by the Lord for the state of his eternal soul at death because of his rejection of Jesus. Apart from the Lord Jesus, every sinner is dead in their trespasses and sins and only wants darkness, and so they freely choose to reject him. Only those who are born again choose to love and serve Jesus, and only as the Holy Spirit brings them from death to new life in him. In Romans 7.18, Paul describes those regenerated by the Holy Spirit. They face a conflict in their desires. Even though Christians believe the promises of God and they have new desires, our old sinful nature raises their ugly head. Some days, maybe more, we, we may not rely on the grace of God, but, but let evil desires, indwelling sin, be stronger than our desire to love Jesus. In such moment, we sin, and yet the Holy Spirit uh, may strengthen our desire for the Lord when we choose the righteousness of God. Pray today that you might worship and wholly serve the Lord by His grace. Thank you for listening to the Servants of Grace podcast today. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, leave a rating on the app, and share our episode with your friends and family. If you'd like to, you can follow us on Instagram at Servants of Grace, on Twitter at Servants of Grace, or by searching Servants of Grace on Facebook. 
You can also find this podcast on the front page of our website at servantsofgrace.org. 